0: You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ormah Israel 5783, 2023. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Towards the end of our Parsha, Rebbe Forshvi, we have a Pazuk, Zohar Isa is Shiasah Hashem Lekechel and Miriam. Remember that which Hashem your God did to Miriam, B'Derach B'Tseis Chemim Israim, on the way as you were leaving Egypt. What did Hashem do to Miriam? So we know from the previous Psukim, from a few svarim ago, a few months ago, that Miriam spoke negatively of Moshe Rabbeinu, and she did it little else for a constructive purpose. But Hashem held her to a very high level. She was a great tzaddikas, she was very righteous, and her criticism of Moshe was unjustified. Even though she was concerned, he's a Navi, I'm also a Naviya. she was a prophetess, he was a prophet, and yet he had separated from his wife. She thought he was doing something wrong. As a result of her speaking negatively, Hashem berated her, and she had tzaras, she had leprosy. The Torah wants us to remember what happened. The entire Jewish people waited for seven days before they moved on from that encampment in deference to, in respect for Miriam, but nevertheless, it was a great lesson for her and for all of us, the importance of not speaking negatively of others, in the wrong context, there are places where we're allowed to speak negatively for constructive purpose. Specifically, for example, a negative business situation, a business partner, shaduchim. We need to learn those laws very well to understand when it's permitted. It's very, the the lines are very important to know. It's very fine. But Miriam was punished, and we are enjoined to remember that. We have two midrashim. One is in our parsha. One is in. Last week's parsha, I'd like to read them to you, they both center around the importance of being careful about Hara, of speaking negatively of others, of gossip. <inaudible> Major says something very strong. It says that when a person speaks negatively of somebody else, it's a result of denying Hashem. Denying that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is part of our world, Shemar, Shemar itanu lanu. says in Tehillim, in Psalms, chapter 12, verse 5, We said to our tongue, we will strengthen our speech with us, meaning we'll say things to strengthen ourselves. Who is the master over us? So, in the Paschop Shad of the Pasuk, it's expressing the fact that a person speaks and acts in a strong way through his speech, through his actions because, no, he doesn't want anyone to lord over him. But in another sense, the Medrash is explaining that when I speak negatively of others, I show that I don't understand that Hashem is in charge of the world. Why did that person do a negative thing to me? Why did that driver drive slow in front of me? These types of focusing on the negative, these types of mentioning, strengthening the negative situations that we might be part of, involved with that might occur to us in that type of um, in that type of response to things that go on in our lives we're saying who's in charge of us we're denying that Hashem that Hashem is intimately involved in every single thing that happens to us in our lives so, Lashon Hara, by its very definition, there's other Medjoshans speak about it at length, talking about the Nachash, the snake, the primordial snake that caused Adam and Chavit to sin. But in its essence, Lashon Hara, when we speak, heaven forbid, when we speak gossip of others, when we speak negatively, bichlal. generally speaking, when we speak negatively about our situations, about life, we're speaking negatively really about Hashem, we're denying that Hashem is part of our lives and that He cares about us, that even the negative things in our life have a purpose. Omer um, Reb Shimon, says Reb Shimon, usually Reb Shimon is Reb Shimon Umay Miriam HaTzadekis, Lashonara, Miriam when she spoke negatively, we need to learn from her, right? She didn't mean to even say Lashonara, she didn't mean to speak negatively, she was trying to help she felt that Moshe Rabbeinu was doing something wrong she felt it was a constructive purpose and nevertheless she had this situation she had leprosy the entire Jewish people waited for her if that's what happened to her nevertheless so what's going to be for those who are wicked and they intend to speak negatively of others, to gossip about others. Al <inaudible> They want to cut their lives. They want to cause people damage. <inaudible> Certainly Hashem will cut their tongues. <inaudible> there they're in that same that same context in Tehillim Psalms chapter twelve, the verse before which says that Hashem will cut off the tongues that speak smoothly. They speak smoothly. They try to, they try to, uh, you know, weasel their way through life by speaking negatively of others. Right? Having that negative outlook, speaking negatively of others, speaking negatively, I'm adding, about our situations in life. This gives power. This gives power to the side of evil, as we'll see. And this takes away power from the spiritual realms. This takes away power from Hashem, as it were, expressing himself in the world. Amr Baruch Hu says in the Medrash, as is its way at the end of a parsha, something which is encouraging. Hashem says, <laughs> As a result of the Bali Lashanar, we know the base Hamikdash, the Temple, the Second Temple was destroyed because of sinas because of negative speech, because of people who couldn't see the positive in situations. Through their anger, they caused the destruction of the Temple. Mashina was removed from amongst you because of your Lashanar, Hashem says, Shnei mar, as the Pasik says, and we'll see more about this Pasik in the other Medrash from last week's Parsha. Rumah Lashamayi Melekim, says, Go up to heaven. Go up to the skies, God. Right? David HaMelech, as a result of the gossip, the negative speech of those who spoke negatively, David HaMelech says that Hashem's Shekhinah, His Divine Presence, doesn't belong among us when we speak negatively. But in the future, I'm going to remove the Yitzhahara from you. When Mashiach comes, when the Messiah arrives, when, the, when we reach a state of Geulah of redemption, so Hashem will remove the Eitzahara, the Gemara, and the Sukkah talks about it at length, towards the end of the Masechta. Hashem will remove the Yitzhar, the the evil inclination, that inclination that we have inside of ourselves to do wrong, to look at things negatively, which, by the way, is what all the news is based on, just seeing the negative in the world. Right? It's not. It's not really healthy. It's very unhealthy, I would say, to read the news. The news just makes us have a negative outlook on life, negative outlook about others. They're machazik. They strengthen all the things that are negative in the world. That's how they sell. That's how they sell their news. So, but in the future, Hashem will remove the news. Hashem will remove the negative outlook, remove that negative inclination inside of us. So the says, I shall remove the heart of stone. That stone-hearted way of being. At that moment in time, when Hashem removes the Itzahara, that's when the Shekhinah will return. How do you know? Because the Apostolic says, in Yoel, in Joel, chapter 3, verse 1, And it shall be after this, I shall pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Right, so the opposite of Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara destroys, causes Beisam English to be destroyed, causes Hashem's Divine Presence to go up to Shemaim and, and leave us. But, Hashem promises us He will remove our Yitzhara, and our job, by the way, obviously, is to work on removing it ourselves. We're going to talk about that more. But at that point, what happens when a person stops seeing the world in a negative light? Hashem's Divine Presence returns to us. In a, in a large sense, in a broad sense, Mashiach comes when the world has changed. When the world has, something has changed intrinsically in the human being. Hashem promises that that will happen. But we all have an obligation and an opportunity to work on this ourselves. To remove the sahara to stop looking at the negative to look at the positive that brings upon us Hashem's Shechina is Divine Presence the greatest joy and once I place my Divine Presence upon you you merit what happens at that point when we have Shechina when we have Divine Presence think about what happened in Har Sinai HaKadosh Baruch brought His Shekin upon us. We were Ki'ish Echad There was no barriers between humans. There's no barriers between brothers. All the children of, of Israel, the B'nai Yisrael, stood there as one, with one heart. We received the Taira. And there's peace in the world. Rav The Medjush doesn't explain too much about this. And I'm not going to get too too much into it. Maybe one day we will. There's a beautiful Medjush in Shir Ashir, and it talks about this idea that at Har Sinai when we received the Torah Yitzhahara was removed the evil inclination was taken away from us the Torah was given to us in a way that we didn't forget it we weren't ready to receive it in that way we weren't ready to live in a state like that but Hashem promises that in the, in the end with the Geula with the redemption we'll get this, this state back but we understand the importance of steering away from Lashon steering away from negativity steering away from looking at people negatively recognizing that Hashem is intimately involved in every aspect of our lives even the things that seem like hey it's that person who did it step back reinforcing ourselves positivity reinforcing ourselves positivity so here's another Medrash I'd like to read to you from last week's Parsha it speaks about the Jewish people we had a king we had destroyed a mullik. And there was an opportunity to build the base of but we didn't we didn't build the base of We weren't able yet to build the temple, which that represents Ge'ula, that represents redemption. Why did it happen? There were three things that the Jewish people were commanded to do consecutively, meaning one after another we're supposed to do these three things they're connected to destroy the memory of Amalek to appoint a king and to build a temple the Jewish people did this we appointed a king Shaul and the Jewish people went And we destroyed Amalek. We did the mitzvah. So why didn't they build the beis of Because there was Lashon hara amongst them. What does this mean? How do we know? We find that in the generation of Ahav, he was a king. He was a very evil king. He was a wicked king. They served idolatry in his times. Nevertheless, they would go out to war and they would win. It was because that they were exceptional in not speaking Lashon Hara. They didn't tattletale on each other. For example, it says that Achav was trying to kill the Nevi'ah Yashem, he was trying to kill the prophets of God, And Ovadia had, had hidden them, but nobody told. Nobody revealed, even though it was known. Nobody revealed the whereabouts of these prophets. So they were careful about of not speaking in a way that would cause damage to anybody else. As a result of that, they were successful in battle. Meaning they had, Hashem was on their side to be successful in battle. You need God to be giving you Siyah to the utilitarian, But in the times of Saul, King Saul, there were those many, he says, everyone. There were so many instances where people were speaking negatively of others. When David, when King David was running away from King Saul, everyone was saying what was going on. Everyone was revealing where David was. They kept Shaol. Everyone was talking about Davin What's the result? And that's why they would fall at war. acher, another aspect of this, because we spoke about war, which I said has to do with Hashem's presence. But another aspect, it's really the same idea. Whenever someone speaks Lashenar, when we talk negatively, think about this, it's so important. When we look at the world negatively or when we have a tsuris ayin, we we it doesn't bother us to cause damage to somebody else. If that's what happens, so then the shina leaves, the divine presence leaves, and that means that our de ismaya. The natural result of Hashem being in our lives is that we have we have divine assistance. When we don't care about others when we cause damage to others, when we look at the world negatively, we push away the Shekhinah, and we push push away our Siyat we push away our divine assistance. It causes the Shekhinah to go from below to above. King David says, I was around people and I saw how people... They, they use their tongue like a sword. They use their tongue in a destructive way. Maxim of Shamayim the passage that we saw earlier. David HaMelech says, as a result of people speaking negatively, of causing damage to others, the divine presence is pushed away, is pushed up to heaven. Hashem doesn't want to be around. God doesn't want to be present when we are looking at things negatively when we are trying to cause damage to others. David recognized when we're doing what's wrong, when we're gossiping, when we're looking at things negatively. He says to the Shekhin, he says to the High Presence, he can't be here. Another aspect of this, another aspect of this, Lamanek Roshmai Hara Shlishi negative speech is also called, besides being called Lashon Hara which means evil tongue or evil speech, it's also referred to as third speech and Shlishi Why? Shuharig Shlisha It's because the person who speaks negatively and I will add, per, the person who has a negative attitude about life, they cause damage to three Three people. The person who speaks is damaged. The person who speaks negatively has now a negative look on life. Shem removes himself from that person. The person who received, the person who heard the Lashnara, the person who he was talking to, he also loses out. And the person who is spoken about is also adversely affected. So it causes damage to three people. And I'll add, when we think negatively, when we think negatively about our Kaddish baruch Hu, or about our lives, when we focus on the, on the negative in life, we focus on all the problems, not for constructive purposes, but because it's, it's somehow, uh, masochistically Enjoyable to know to focus on the negative. There's a reason that the news is negative. It's because it sells. But focusing on the negative has the effect of destroying ourselves. And inside of our minds, we are the speaker and we are the receiver. So we doubly cause damage to ourselves. And we cause damage because he removes his Shrina from us, heaven forbid. Rei, I'm just skipping to the end of this Majesh. See how terrible see how terrible is the power of Lashanara of negative speech The Jewish people were ready, they were ready to build Besamikdush, they were ready to build the temple. They had the king, they destroyed Amalek. Next step build the Besamikdush Boshayadur Bali Lashanara Like a man it couldn't happen in their times it couldn't happen why because they spoke negatively as a little bit perhaps of an understanding of it if they wouldn't have if they wouldn't have spoken negatively of david perhaps david and shul could have reconciled david was close with shul's son david married shul's daughter they were meant to be a team The Besa HaMikdash was not built in their time. and wouldn't even be built, even in David's time, not until the times of Shlomo HaMelech, King Solomon. That's for a different reason we spoke about that last week. But the bottom line is, you want to know how you get to the Besa HaMikdash? What are we waiting for? We have 7 million Jews here in Eretz Yisrael. We want everyone to come here, but we have a tremendous presence in Eretz Yisrael. Why don't we have a base HaMikdash on The holy mountain of Hashem. Why can't we go there? Why can't we build it? We could build it. Why can't we build it? and Hara. It's the negativity. It's the negativity that we have, I would say. I'm sorry to be strong about this. If you watch me, you know. If you listen to me, you know. I talk about this very strong. We have a negativity towards Eretz Yisrael. We think that we can't make it in Eretz Yisrael. I can't live there. I have so many responsibilities here, where I am, etc. But these are all, these are all just answers. Don't really explain the truth that we belong in Eretz Yisrael. We need to figure it out somehow. But it's these are negative thoughts that prevent on English. The more Jews are here if all of the Jews were in Eretz Yisrael, if all the other 7 million or 8 million, however many Jews there are in the world, besides Eretz Yisrael, they all came here. Do you think HaKadosh Baruch Hu wouldn't give us Beis HaMikdash? It really has to do with us. And it has to do with our relationships with each other, because do you think that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to give us a Beis HaMikdash When we can't figure out how to love each other? The reason the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed was because we, we, we had sin like we saw. HaKadosh Baruch takes the Shekhinah out, but he wants to bring the Shekhinah back in. How can we do it? We have power in our hands. Each and every one of us, we think, well, who am I? But we, we all have the power, at least in our individual lives, to bring more Shekhinah in, and we affect those around us. There's no question we affect those around us, and we need to know that. We can change the world. We have to start with ourselves. But I want to share with you a thought that I just heard again from my Rabbi Per, on some, some old recordings from 2017, speaking about the way we think about others, and I, and I add again, the way that we think about our situations generally, often is very shallow, and negative for no reason. He did an exercise with the Bachram, he had them write an, an obituary, or a hesvid, a eulogy for somebody who they don't like. And the purpose of the wasn't, you know, we weren't, we're trying to, we're not trying to kill the person. The point of it is that you can find positive things. In a eulogy, you only say positive things, even if the guy wasn't so great. It's possible to find positivity and focus on the positivity. It's easy, it's very easy to see things negatively. To walk into Shul and see all the problems. To walk into our work, to walk into our social situations and to our families and only see the negative. Because it, it sticks out. And, and we're naturally, we're human. We, we focus on the negative. But my Rosh Hashiva offered us, and I offer you, and I offer myself, that we can look at that same guy who bothers us and we can find good things about them. In fact, we can even find something about that which bothers us, which is also good. And the moment that I start looking for positivity, stop listening to the news. Stop hearing all the negativity. Look at the positive. Look at the amazing things that are going on in our lives. Yes, there are challenges. Yes, there are difficulties. But look at all the good that we have. I'm breathing. I'm alive. I have my health. I have my family. My parents. My siblings. I have my kids. Everyone has something. Everyone has something good to look at. I have my talents. I have my abilities. There's so much good in our lives. We need to focus. We need to focus on the good in our lives. That's how we get Shechina. We're heading into Rosh Hashanah soon. We're in Elul. Hashem is as we as we say, the king is in the field, he's here, he's available. But he's not available to us if we're always seeing everything negatively and we don't recognize that he's already here. He's available to us and he comes into our life when we focus on the positive and we remember and we know and we remind ourselves that there's so much good and everything is from him. And when the guy bothers us or when the car goes slow in front of me, is me saying, hey, move your car. What if I say, thank you Hashem for this challenge. Thank you Hashem for whatever the situation is. Thank you Hashem for the things I don't like. Thank you Hashem for the things that I do like. Focusing in on the positive. This changes the whole story. This, this brings Shechina into our life. This brings... The divine presence into our life. This brings a geula, a personal geula, a redemption to us. I want to bless you. I ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us to move away from negativity, to move away from seeing all the problems, and to move towards shechina, to move towards divine presence, to move towards positivity, to move towards letting Hashem into our lives. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.